I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. to reasonable wrestling oh that was a bad little blend out but you can run you can run if you want to but you can't hide Yo. can you believe actually i don't want to even say whose entrance music that was if y'all tweet us let us know whose entrance music that was because that that was just it was fire yeah that was that was, <laughs> that was fire entrance music welcome to reasonable wrestling uh episode seven we're on episode seven week seven um thank you for sticking with us um yeah, man. We're coming to you with uh, new equipment this yeah, week. So we got a snowball. We got a snowball. So we, we got, got a we got, got a snowball got mic. Uh, yeah, we're man. trying to invest and make sure you guys have the best audio. Nah, quality. fuck that. <laughs> about to take this shit back. <laughs> y'all y'all heard us fine without, but nah. We but were, you know we had technical difficulties a couple couple weeks ago. Um, we we're trying to we're evolving with this podcast game. We're getting better. And, you know, trying to learn. And we're, and we're also using different sound um, software, so let's uh, let's see how this sound and get right into the week that was. Uh, CT, tell me what your high spot was, and um, uh, yeah, just so you know, I am CT, and this is Chris the Most High, as you guys probably already know, but probably if you're new, you don't know. CT and Chris, <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck it, no takes, no retakes. We already fucked up once. We're not doing another retake. CT. AKA Chitty Bang, Chris, the most high. We're know. gonna get into our high spot um this week. I, I was trying to say before before we fucked up, the the week is kind of an uneventful week for wrestling, but it is what it is. We have filler weeks. This week, uh my high spot actually was on two oh five live. It was on two oh five live, the main event. Live. Um Ali versus Murphy, you know, Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy. That was a great Great man around. Yo, son, they did so many spots in that match that were so creative that I've probably that I've never seen before. You know, uh, the Spanish fly onto the announce table. They did a superplex after the steel steps. They did a lot of a lot of craziness. And if you haven't checked it out, because you know a lot of people don't watch Two Hundred Five Live, it's not getting that much love. Even I don't watch Two Hundred Five Live like that every week. You gotta. Feel the rush. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Leo Rush. Leo Rush, yo. His character on 205 Live, I just, I love it. It's just incredible. <laughs> yeah, but if you guys um, have a ton of time, check out 205 Live. It was really dope. The Mustafa Ali um, versus Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy match, they had, a, they had a no disqualification match. So you think, all right, uh, these are cruiserweights. They're going to do a lot of crazy shit, which they did. But the way they built the match, I thought was um, they had a really they didn't get into no, hard shit until like they had a really good technical sound match. Um, How long was that? Uh, I think they gave them a good twenty five minutes. I would say it, it was, was long. It was it was a long. It, they gave them time to breathe. Um, it, it's your high spot, and I won't take away from your high spot. And I don't even think that I'm gonna jump for it because this is just me commenting on this, and it's not anywhere else in the format. Uh, but the way that that match ended for me, yeah, it 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 really took what was what. Uh, I listened to Eric Bischoff, mm-hmm. um, eighty three weeks and Conrad, um, 
Hopefully, I can get on that MLW radio. <laughs> um, but I listen to them, and they always talk about no one remembers anything except finishes, mm-hmm. which is true. For real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's the ending of a movie. It's the ending of a book. Like, no matter how much that buildup is, if that finish is bad, it... It, it takes you yeah, out. Yeah, it's the climax. And so, when writing something, a story, or because we all we all have stories that are long term, and we have short term well, stories. Just, just but a match that, is a short term story. And just in that, like they didn't do what was necessary for that to be as big as it could have been. They put over Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. super like Buddy was a Buddy was Neville esque. If there was For ever real. to be someone to be that diabolical, that big of a juggernaut, that physical, you know, that can still match you with your speed, like Tony Nice, I feel like should be in that vein. But they booked in they they booked him into like that little gimmick Tony that he has Nies right now. Is a, is a narcissist, you know, and he, yeah, does, he like, just does. He's a little bit Lex Luger on he's the, not, on the yeah, he's not as charismatic as a guy like Buddy Murphy. No, no. Buddy Murphy has a certain type of um, aggressive. Persona that just hits, you know, and his um, at one point in the match, you know, Mustafa Ali gets caught up in the ropes and he just kneeing this guy Yo. in the face. And I'm one thinking, after him, another I knee. think you put him out like that. Like, I don't think yeah. Mustafa, one of the finishes that I if Mustafa loses nothing if the babyface loses that way, yeah, and you build Buddy mm-hmm. and. If Mustafa's going over after that springboard DDT, he has to go right into the Just fourth, the, the 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 o five four or whatever yeah. it's called. You and that's a that's how you do it. But shout out to two o five. It was a uh, we get to see we saw we saw the um, the beginnings of Leo Rush and uh, Akira Tozawa. Next week we're going to get Cedric versus Adeo. Um, 205 Live is, is, popping, is slowly putting together some really good wrestling. But to wrap up my high spot, um, I agree with you on the, on the finish. I think the, it was like a tornado DDT off the stair steps. Um, it was dope, but he was right in the drop zone for him to hit his... Um, I forget what they call his finish. It's just the reverse 450. It's a reverse 450, pretty much. And... Just let him land that 450 and go home with that. That kind it kind of took a little off the um, edge of it because that was kind of anticlimactic. Especially if that's your main event, is they would never not have Neville do the Red Arrow. Yeah, Th- mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like that move mm-hmm. is that move is the Red Arrow. That move is a Spanish, uh, not a Spanish fly, but like a Phoenix Splash. Like yeah, if that's somebody, that's the Frog Splash. You never not have someone who has a high. Impact finisher, not do that high impact finisher. Mm-hmm. If it's in your main event, if you're sending people home, uh, the DDT was beautiful in itself, but no, just not finishing. I watched wrestling for three hours, right? People that watch that mm-hmm. two hundred five show mm-hmm. stayed through two hours of SmackDown, and then another hour two hundred five. Mm-hmm. That's your last match of the night. There's no more dark matches. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Give me the 05 for us. And they popped the crowd on 205, which, you know, they're already exhausted throughout the night. Exactly. A lot of people leave after SmackDown, and the crowd were on their feet. So, you know, hats off to Mustafa Ali and Bernie Murphy for um, putting on that match. I mean, I had to show some love to them, because I never has talked about 205 Live on this podcast, I don't think. Um, and they deserve it. They deserve my high spot of the week. So what's uh, yours? Uh, my high spot of the week was that Roman Reigns... And um, uh, Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre what tag match. team match. Uh, that match was just really phenomenal to me. Um, I didn't really understand why they were putting Roman Reigns into two matches. Like I really hate the showcasing of that. Um, but I. You know, he was at the 8 o'clock hour, he had the 9 o'clock hour, he was at the 10 o'clock hour. I mean... Yeah. Roman, Roman, Roman. So, the show... Um, well, yeah. Anyway, my high spot was that tag team match. That tag team match popped me as a wrestling fan. Um, it got me going when, like... Um, uh, Dolphin and Dolphin Seth start off the match, and I'm just like, all right, get out the way. I'll see you guys. <laughs> Move. All you Give care me about. No, it's not all I care about. It's yeah. new. Listen, it's fr- listen. 
We've seen Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler wrestle you. three weeks in a row. I don't want to continue to see that. But cut. we, but but they work together well. And I, I don't oh, care I, as a working as a fan of wrestling in, in ring work. I don't care. I think you should appreciate it a little bit more. What do you mean I should? Because you're, you're gonna, I'm about to get it thirty minutes on get, Sunday. You're gonna get. You're gonna. You're gonna get Roman and and, and Drew. In no, match. I'm not. But as soon as the shit. No, and in the match, you you're gonna get it. And we, you know, for a, for a brief moment. But you gotta understand that. They're we they given it to us before. They're gonna start the match together, and you as soon as they start the match, you're like you're shitting on it. I'm like, I'm on. not shitting on it. I told him get the fuck out the ring. That's shitting on it, nigga. <laughs> Move, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Move. I'll see you Sunday. And they put on great. Um, no, they could have did. They could have did Seth and Drew. They could have did Roman and Dolph. They could have started the match off any other way than the fucking last three weeks we've seen it and something we're going to see 30 minutes on Sunday. Dude, they tagged out, you know? That's why I said move. They tagged out. It wasn't like they were in the ring. No, they started the match. They started the match. Give the match time to breathe. And by the end of the match, look at it. It's your high spot. Get out the way. Move on. It wasn't because of Dolph and Seth. Bro, you just got to give it time, dude, to breathe. Bro, don't tell me what I have. Listen, (laughs) do not tell me. You tell me to give storylines time to breathe. I don't tell you to give give storylines time to breathe. I tell you to get off the storylines. Like this fucking team hell no that's on my worst produced and written and everything. We'll get into that later on. But no, you tell me to give like Bobby Lashley and Roman time to breathe last week. You know, I'm telling you, give the match time to breathe for God's sake. The the, the death, death. I mean, death. Seth and Dean. Seth, come and on, Dolph. get it together. Get it Seth together. and Dolph are um, extreme. We all know they're great workers. So why would you want to see I that if they are doing good care. work in the ring? I don't want to see it all the effing time. Is what I'm saying. I hear you. That's what I'm saying. I I what what part are you not? But that's the thing. No, what part of you not hearing me say? I saw, like, I don't give a, I don't care if it's Ricky fucking Steamboat and Ric Flair. Get the fuck out the ring if I'm going to, like, move, nigga. You get, but you can't just get new shit every week. They're not going to give you Dolph, I mean, uh, Roman and Excuse me? Drew, Drew. You're not going to get Roman and Drew. They're going to give you something they, you've seen before that can let you um, extend your, extend your, your, your viewing power, you all know. All I'm saying. So is, you're gonna see Seth and Dean listen, again before uh, you. What are you? Stop saying it. Seth and Dean. Stop. Seth and Shh. oh my bad. Stop. Um, all you're, I'm gonna, s- you're gonna see Roman and no, Drew. Let you're me see t- later no, on. No, let me just. Sh- stop. Come on. Just stop. Stop. Stop, stop cutting me off. Stop you cutting me off. No, I'm cutting you off because you you sound stupid right now. You're oh saying, wow. Shut your mouth. Whatever. No. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk. Talk. Listen. You guys say. All I'm saying is. I said it's my high spot because of the tag match and the build. Seth and Roman are were tag team champions. They are, work well as a tag team. What I, all I said was is that when the match started, when the match started, I didn't want Dolph and Seth to start the match. And I didn't shit on the match. I just told them to get the fuck out the way. I wanted to see them tag when 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 Drew tagged in and worked Seth, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. he beat him down, tagging Roman. That was what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Seth. I, I let the match breathe. When they started off and gave me what they was gonna give me for backlash, I mean for extreme rules, I told them to stop. They they started off chain wrestling mm-hmm. and they started off um Dolphin Seth is what I mean, the pronouns pal. They started off chain wrestling and they started giving us something that I would like have to be saved for the because they're going to give me the exact same start on this Iron Man match because the Iron Man match is a match of attrition like yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like so they're going to start off and then you heard them even build up Dolph is like you don't want to wrestle with Dolph no we don't want to wrestle with Dolph now yeah we, we, let me tell you something I get that I get your logic but my point is you don't think they know that you want to see Seth and Drew or Roman and Drew. No, I think obviously that they don't they, know what the fuck I, think, I want. I think you, I think you're, they're holding it off. So later on in the match, you're invested even more during the match. You can't just throw, throw off. Okay, this is a new pairing in a tag team match that you've never seen before off the gate. You don't want to do that. You want to put them. Are you not paying attention? to What I'm saying? I don't give a. I don't care about any combination of what they put in there. I just didn't want Dolph and Seth. To start off my match. That's my point. They're, they're delaying what you want to see. And you love the match at the end. So, boom. It, it, but 
you're telling me something about I already know. I already know this. Don't come to me with logic like I'm not coming to... <laughs> I, we, we start, we're co-founders of this Reasonable Wrestling <laughs> Podcast, okay? Like, but yeah, I, you do it to me all the time, so I'm telling you logic too. Like, it's for real. It's just how I, you know, I granted, you, you liked it. You know, that was your high spot. I think the Blue Balls hot tag was amazing. And then the, um, the Revival come out. And prevent them from finishing the match. I think that's a great way to book the end. Like that was a that was a whole like the ma- I and that's what I'm saying. Like no one shat. That's that's the point. No one shot on the match. No, I'm talking about once the match started, you kind of like started poo pooing. Well, I didn't poo poo it. I just told them niggas what the fuck I wanted. That's all right. that's all I wanted. All I want. I have. I can say what I want. Yeah. You you beat over my head how Roman Reigns is the like. You feel sorry for Roman Reigns for two weeks. Then you coming back and you double down for two weeks with Team Hell No. How this is something you love to see. I sit here and take it. I don't want. I'm about. To, I am going to get thirty minutes. Of Dolphin Seth, and after this thirty minutes, I don't want to see it. It's like eating Burger King. Okay, I, I don't want it anymore. I got you. I, I and don't tell me I have to eat Burger King because you, I'm gonna get cuisine later on in the night. <laughs> I don't fucking want Burger King. <laughs> but so don't force but by, it. But by the end of the night, you loved the, no. The I just the didn't platter. Have, the platter was good. It's I your high spot week during that during when they was in the when they were in the ring. I didn't pay attention. Okay. When they tagged out, and I said nah, and I lit my joint, and I said nah, I'm interested. <laughs> I bet. All right, let's, let's let's wrap that up. Let's go. There. <laughs> Actually, before we wrap it up, I want to shout out to that match too, because like the way they did the, the hot tag, I already brought it up, but the whole crowd was on their feet. They were waiting for that hot tag to Roman. Um, and yo, getting yo, and it, yes, let's to that. Seth is rubbing so much heat off mm-hmm. on Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? Like, and that that's what makes Roman a B player. That's what makes, that's what, you know, like, Vince is in the back, and he's like, yes, cheers, <laughs> cheers for Roman, and Triple H is in the back, and like, yeah, because of Seth, you old guy. <laughs> so, oh, when they finally make that turn for Seth and Roman, I want to see it, I mean, we'll it's see what happens. It's going to be fantastic. But does, we'll talk about that later, but, um. And then on the process, they got revival over the whole night, yeah. which is lovely. Love, I mean, I, I want to say something real quick to some people because they 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 say, "Oh my God, the revival was so good in NXT. They should be tag team champions already." Look at the way they're treating the revival. Yo, guys, when you get to the main roster, you gotta pay your fucking dues, man. And people don't realize that when you get to the main roster, you gotta pay your dues. Yo, the Usos didn't win the tag team belts until like three years in, you know. And now look at them. The revival gonna get their time. You just relax and look at them now. They're taking, they're beating Roman Reigns' ass every week. You know, so shout out to the revival. They're epic. We all knew they have what it takes to be great tag team, and they're gonna be a great tag team. Yeah, I think uh, Ole and Iron Junior are uh, <laughs> their their bruisers delight. Yeah, uh, bruisers light. I think they're gonna be. Uh, I think they're gonna be a really good tag team uh, going forward. Revival and AOP. I believe they they may have a good dynamic. You don't know who the babyface is in that though, so yeah. um, that's difficult. That's that's one of the things right now that's that's getting to me with Raw's tag team division is it's no kind of identity. Yes, it's, it's complete no, loss. It's, it's complete loss. Um, you know, uh, uh, over to SmackDown. I I love how that tag team division kind of is shaping up. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of Team Hell No. Mm-hmm. Sandy, and Uso, I, yeah, Day. Sandy, yeah, they, and the bar will be back sometime mm-hmm, soon. Hopefully. Like, hope, like man, the bar against the Bludgeon Brothers is like you're waiting for that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, come on, like is get the fuck out the way is uh-huh. what I'm telling everybody else. Uh-huh. Like, get Team Hell No out of the way. Well, you can't get everything you want right away. You know, we're we're gonna get certain things that they can write to make it compelling until we get to a moment where they're like, all right, we're gonna give it to you now. Boom, at a big moment. You know, so I think that or I hope they look at it that way. I mean, I don't know, but I hope that we get uh, the bar versus Team Hell No. I hope we get Daniel Bryan facing everybody. Wait, the bar want. versus Team Hell No. No, I mean that's the not bar what... versus. Sorry, <laughs> the bar versus. The Bludgeon Brothers. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> uh, and with that said, you know, me and my errors, I'm always tripping over my words. Uh, let's go right into the best written of the week. Um, you want to start or should I? Uh, I mean, my best written of the week was um, I had Bobby and Roman. Um, 
I I just love the 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 rehabilitation that they're doing with the Bobby character. The WWE is one of the greatest production companies in the world. Um, their prepackaged tapes that their prepackaged vignettes that they do are amazing. Um, so. That's why I didn't understand when you got Bobby over with that pre-tape and then you go right into Renee Young like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway. But <laughs> they did the pre-tape package uh, with him and Roman and like, you know, I, I really do like how that's being written. I like how both of them have egos, which is, yeah. I mean, that's legit. Like Bobby came back. Probably with the promise of a Dave Batista type deal is like you're gonna you're gonna get a you're gonna get a shot, and then Brock's not here with the title, <laughs> so Bobby's like, hey. Uh, so do you think we're gonna get Bobby versus Brock at SummerSlam or Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam? We'll get Bobby versus Brock at SummerSlam, okay. and it would be some type of like uh, I hope for, to God it would be some type of shoot esque a shoot type fight, which mm-hmm. I would I would definitely love. Like Bobby, like yo. And for written wise, like you know, if Bobby topples Brock, and then I mean, I wouldn't mind that, but that's not gonna happen. I'm I'm just saying if yeah. they, I mean, he's already but he's already beat the record, so why not have Bobby win the title? Because the thing that what I want to see is honestly, um, and I don't know if this is the trajectory of it, Bobby's heel run in TNA. TNA that was pretty cool. So I, I, if, I, I didn't even see the whole thing, but I saw bits and pieces, and like he was if, pretty good. If Bobby could somehow harness that. Uh, harness that after beating Brock, and then rub it in Roman's face, oh, that'll be cool. It it may get organically Roman over. And I think what's cool about this um, this angle now, because I think that you're right. I should have gave it some more time. Is that they're really both like you said they're both egotistical. Roman is not the face in this. Neither is Bobby. Bobby can support to be the face, but they're really just two competitors really wanting to be the best. And uh, Roman seems like his storyline since WrestleMania has been that he's insecure. He's insecure. He's kind of a crybaby that wants to get his title. And he's trying to prove something every time he's out there. And he keeps falling short. So I think that his character development has been great. Um, if you if you look at it from the standpoint of a guy who's trying to prove something that he does when he doesn't really need to, you know, and Bobby's coming here like, dude, come on, like tag the fuck out of this match, let me get in here and let me do what I have to do, and get out the way, you know, you're not as good as me, you're not as good as as you think you are, and that as two guys who come together and it's a honest. Fight. It's an honest, com- um, compelling reason why they don't like each other. And going towards extreme rules, I'm on board. Uh, anything um, you want to add? No, I, I mean, as far as as far as far the, the rivalry goes, I don't even think it's too much. I think the tag team matches hinge a little bit as, like, Roman's just like... I, I think... Bobby won't get the turn that I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't think so either. If Bobby gets the title, Bobby's face, and this is just a little hinge in Roman's heel turn. Because now he's going to be like, what the F? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's, he's he's losing, getting L's like, back-to-back-to-back to back to L's. L's to, I'm getting L's, back-to-back back L's, and then Bobby goes ahead and beats the guy that I couldn't beat, and he proves me right. A wrong, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, of saying that I just didn't have it. You know what I mean. So, I really hope they give it to Bobby. That'd be really dope. I just don't have faith in WWE doing that. They're gonna keep it on Brock for a while. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. Uh, with that said, let's get into my best written. Um, I'm gonna take it over to NXT with uh, Johnny Gargano. Ever, you know, Johnny Gargano, man. Is he? He's a character who you can invest in as a viewer because you've seen him going through his peaks and valleys. You've seen him struggle. You've seen him win. You've seen him lose. You've seen him try to become something greater and and not reaching that pinnacle yet. So you're so like on your edge of your seat, like oh my god, man, I just want to see this guy win because I just I just root for him. I want to see him win. So to see Tommaso Ciampa at Chicago defeat him, and after the whole thing with his wedding ring spinning on it, throwing away, it kind of took him to a different space that we've never seen Johnny Gargano. It took him to it kind of made him kind of deranged. 
and they're playing it so well in, in uh, on NXT. On NXT, he had a match with EC3 in the main event where he uh, put him in the Gargano Escape, and EC3 makes the ropes. He hits the ropes. He grabs the ropes. Uh, he breaks it, but he doesn't break it until the four count, and he's just livid. And you know Johnny's livid. He's then he puts him back in the Gargano Escape. Doesn't drag him away from the rope. Doesn't even like wait for him to get up. He just puts him right back in the Gargano Escape, and uh, he. He gets the ropes again, and he's still holding on to the four count. That right there is something that we wouldn't see in a Jari Gungato last year or even earlier this year. That's character development. That is making somebody change over time. And when he gets to the point where he's back to the old Johnny Gargano, we know we're going to love that too. It's like, you know, we're going to see like, oh, man, you went through this dark period of time, but you're back, and we love you for it. So I can't wait to see what they do with him um, at Brooklyn. I'm wondering what they're gonna what, what route they're gonna go. I think it might be a triple threat with him and uh um uh, Tommaso and Alistair, but I don't know. You know, I honestly would love to see Alistair drop it to Tommaso at this NXT taping. Oh, okay. That will be that would be interesting. But then where does Alistair go from there? To the main roster. Right now, SummerSlam is around the corner. Just, yo, the roster is stacked. They're not even using Andrade. They're not even using... They just started using Sanity. You know, they do have space for this guy. Uh, when you're telling me that they're going to keep giving me fucking Dolphin Seth, <laughs> then yeah, I think they got space. They're just stretching that <laughs> shit out. You know, they're stretching that shit out. But um, Alistair going to the main roster right now, I think... <sighs> has he conquered everything he has to do in NXT? NXT doesn't need him. NXT really doesn't need NXT Alistair right now. NXT doesn't need Alistair right now. Yeah, there's so many stars on NXT. They're stacked. I mean, that's the whole thing. And, and if you move Alistair to SmackDown, boom, that's instant. Alistair um, can instantly go into a feud with Shinsuke. I think Shinsuke is going to get the U.S. title from, um, Jeff. from Jeff, which would be dope. And... Um, like Alistair and Shinsuke, or Alistair and AJ, or Alistair and Samoa Joe, or I mean, Alistair that, and Daniel you know, Bryan. All um, that, what's your whistle? You know, I think that everybody wants to see those type of matches, but um, we'll see. You know, I think putting the title on Ciampa, and then our, and then Brooklyn, you having Ciampa and Gargano again, have the, the blow off. That's what that's what I and fantasy book. Gargano book. finally gets it. It'll so be I, so sick. That's what I fantasy book. I, had, I think I did that one of our first, hey, go check our archives on SoundCloud. Um, I think I mm-hmm. fantasy booked that. I wanted to see Ciampa get the belt off of Alistair somehow and defend against defend Gargano, against Gargano at, Brooklyn. at Brooklyn. That would be fucking dope. I'm not gonna lie. Or even if you don't even if you even if you got like Ciampa can put out Alistair. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like But then that kinda like makes Alistair it makes him. It takes him down a notch going into the main roster. You want to leave him on my, on a high in, in a sense. I mean, not he, he really. He would have to come back and beat somebody in a, in a feud after that at Brooklyn. I mean, Shinsuke really, Shinsuke really took L's when he, you know what I mean, on his way out. On his way out, you know, um, Finn dropped to Joe. Right? Mm-hmm. They had a really good, you know. I mean, that was a he long. Lost goal, it that was a long to Joe. Did he get it back? Yeah, he lost. Joe had it. He he beat beat Joe for it. Joe beat him for it, and then he beat Joe for it again, right? Shit. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but what? And then Shinsuke dropped it to Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. You know, and Bobby dropped it to Drew or okay. on this way. Like so, it's it's a it's a pattern of people dropping and then. But Alistair seems like he doesn't have he hasn't had much time to does, like. I mean, you know, he, just, he just seems like he hasn't had much time to like be the man after when when Shinsuke dropped it. I mean, and when Andrade had it for a month. And went to the main roster. But he had an epic match. So he, so he's leaving off this hive like, oh my God, look at the matches he had. Alistair has some good matches, but I think he should have one feud maybe after dropping the title to then leave. Man, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't need it. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't, he's a guy that doesn't need the title is what I'm saying also. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. He's always a threat. He's, yeah. He's, you know what I mean? He, he's literally, all, so maybe if Ciampa takes him out. And Gargana, Tampa's Champa once you know and be for cool? all, and then Black and Champa have they blow off. You know what would be cool that to would have Lars Sullivan come back and beat, take him out 
after breaking his jaw and have him do another match at Brooklyn. And then after that, he leaves. Because I think uh, Lars breaking his jaw, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for with that. That's crazy injury. But uh, it fits within Lars' character to be like, fuck this dude. He broke my jaw. So he took me out. I'm coming out. I'm going to take him out for good. And they have like a, maybe a hardcore match or no disqualification, extreme rules match at um, Brooklyn. That would be fucking dope, I think. You know? But yeah, shout out to Johnny Gargano. Shout out to John. Johnny. Johnny's a really like you. Like we have to get you to. I'm, I know we're going to Mae Young Classic, so mm-hmm. you're gonna get the vibe of full cell. But we gotta I forgot get you about to that. When is that? August. Okay, August. Yeah, we gotta get you to NXT. I gotta try. I don't know how. We gotta try to get you to NXT, so yeah. you can just feel like Johnny is. I'm. He's we're a, both. We're. I'm 28, going on 29 or 30. Like. We've been watching wrestling for a long time. This is kind of the first time we've been able to grasp what wrestling is and understand why the feeling that people have when we give that emotion. Johnny gives those real life like mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah, I gotta that, go and see. Like, um, it's kind of a crime that I haven't been there since I'm like down the street from it. <laughs> you know, um, but I've literally feel that, been every month. Yeah, you've been every month. You know, I'm like, can you get me a ticket? He's like, ah, I'm over there. I'm like, what the hell? Man, you supposed to get me a ticket? <laughs> I'm like, I'm at work and shit. You know, but um, uh, it's, it's, it's story of my life. But yeah, I gotta get down there just to feel the energy because I know that Johnny right now is the Probably the top face in the industry right now, bar none. Him and Daniel Bryan. Him and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. yeah. All right. With that said, you know, wrap up Johnny Gargano. Let's go to our. Let's go to our worst written. You know, let's get that out the way. Uh. Well, everybody knows my worst written. It's a continuation of last <laughs> week. It will be Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> um. Daniel Bryan and Kane. I just. I'm not into it. I won't spend too much time on it. Uh, we spent a lot of time on it yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, last week. Um, so but why is it the worst written, though? You know, I think that that there. I mean, you didn't even want to watch the segment. Like, you just are not interested in it. It doesn't mean that it's badly written. You didn't even watch the segment. They actually had some development, you know? Kane had to atone for all the shit he did to Daniel Bryan. Um, the shit that he brought up was 2012. Mm-hmm. I don't care, bro. I can't remember what I have for lunch. But you want continuity work. in your wrestling, and then now you're gonna say that no, you're it's not old shit. I don't. It's not the fact that I, yes, I want continuity for shit that's relevant. Team Hell No is not relevant to me. It's not relevant for me. If you want to give me continuity, like give me continuity on like uh, the Wyatt family, or you know, give me continuity on when is the when is the bar ever gonna break up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doesn't Cesaro ever want to be world champion? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, like you, they they're were, good as a team. They're right? good as a team, but the best of seven started off as a feud. Mm-hmm. They became best friends. That's great. It's team held. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. No, is is a is a resemblance. I mean, the bar is a resemblance of Team Hell No, but done in a more way that I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm stuck with the bar. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I am. That is my investment yeah. of that because 
I those are I think equal it workers. Done, not gonna lie, it could have been done way more organically with Daniel Bryan and Team Allen coming back to the point where. But I don't know if that would have even worked. Nigga, for you. we wasn't even in Tennessee. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Because you say you say it doesn't work for you, and that's what I'm trying to get to. You. It's like it's for you. There are people in the okay, industry. and that's why I said I don't want to spend time on it. All when right. you ask, when you ask me why is the worst written is because of. I am not invested in the story. All right, but there the are people who it, are. The way, but it's, 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 it's still worse written to me because of how you just said. It could have been done better. Mm-hmm. If it, if if it gonna, was done better, would you even like it? Or is it just because Kane's back that you don't like it? Actually, it would be both. If it was something... Like I said, bro. See? If it, no, what I'm saying is it's a little bit of both. If it was written better, it wouldn't be my worst written. It's right. worse written of the... Whole entirety of six hours, seven hours of wrestling that I watched. Okay, because of it's like everything else, I can at least attach myself. Like even Sasha and Bailey, like it's mm-hmm. it could be written better, but I'm a, I'm invested in that storyline no. that is produced. Like you see, like this is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you're, I mean, hey, everybody has their taste, you know. And Sasha and Bailey is my worst written of the week. Sasha and Bailey is my worst written of the week. I just gotta go into that right now because like it's. It's with I'm a huge Sasha fan, man. Sasha, Sasha could be used so much better. But let's not even get to how she's used or how Bailey's used too. Bailey too could be used so much better. This beatdown last week of Bailey on Sasha was brutal. The the most anger and we've seen out of Bailey ever. It's the most brutal beatdown we've seen of Bailey. It was extra. It's like she could have stopped at some at one point, but she never stopped. Okay. This week, if I was Sasha or if anybody was Sasha, you're kicking Bailey's ass on site. You ain't going to therapy. You're kicking her ass on site. Well, you can't really necessarily you can't put really too much logic in an illogical place because you gotta also think about why was Bailey still around to help Bailey. I mean, what, why was Bailey? Gee, I'm high. Why was Bailey? Why was Bailey still still around to help Sasha after all the time Sasha then eliminated her like elimination chamber? Bailey is forgiving. That makes, that makes sense because Bailey is a forgiving soul. But like, like I said, Bailey, stop! Like Sasha been belittling her for a while. And Bailey's and Sasha's always put herself as number one and made it so like friends are stopped in the ring. And Bailey has been backstabbed by Sasha a few times. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to help Sasha in the case of being put in that tag team. Because they had fought the week before they were put in the tag team. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that beatdown was crazy. You know, and it was extra. What time? Hold on. One you time. gotta put them in do you, therapy one, now. One like time, you know. Time, do you do you remember Naomi's when she when she went here? And was that beat down not extra? She and went heel. Billy's not fucking heel. But I'm saying no. Naomi instantly went back to babyface. Not instantly. It was it was months after Team Bad was the whole thing. It was months down the line. You know, so Team Bad wasn't. Don't even. give me Naomi right now, because Naomi beat somebody's ass and changed her persona to a heel persona. Bailey beat Sasha's ass, and then next week they're doing fucking therapy as friends, and they're trying to just get through their problems. I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. Like I don't get how you saying somebody's a boss, they get beat the fuck down one week, and next week they're gonna sit down next to this person and talk their issues out, even if they're gonna be like a like a comedy skit. Cool, we'll get we'll get into this, the actual segment. Next, uh, a little bit later, but like, just the way the arc is going for a Bailey Sasha, especially after their history in NXT, they could, they could there's so much layers that they could be pulling from, and they go with, you guys are friends that need therapy, and you know you guys are gonna sit down and talk. Bailey should be like, fuck this bitch. After everything we've been through, I you mean, beat my ass. And- you know what? When I when I I didn't stab you in the back. I was trying to be the best I can be. That's what Sasha's trying to be. You guys could have that. On screen promos of them saying, you know, I'm trying to be the best I can be. And if it takes me stepping over you, I'm going to do that. And I think Sasha said something about how Bailey is her kryptonite. She knows she's better than Bailey, but she can't beat her. That is a better story to tell than what the bullshit they gave us. I know I could beat you because I know I'm better than you, but you're my kryptonite. But I will beat you. And she knows even after losing to Bailey, she's be like, no, I'm still better than you. And Bailey's sick of it. That's better than like saying, okay. Like, on-site, Sasha should beat her ass this week. It was that bad of a beating last week that on-site, she's like, all right, you get that receipt. I mean, I granted, we both have legitimate, like, mm-hmm. I mean, gripe against what's written. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we had like Team Hell No could be done better to invest some money like me into it, you mm-hmm. know, and Sasha and Bay. Like we're going into extreme rules. Are they gonna have an extreme rules match and then have a Brooklyn match? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Because that I don't know. That was, if, they're, if they're blowing us off at extreme rules, then one of them better get a title shot at SummerSlam. But I don't see that because Ronda's coming back. So, uh, man, I don't know, man. I'm just because I'm just extreme, done. extreme rules would be extreme rules would be a blow off to anything. Yeah, before you normally go. normally unless they do something they crazy do unless they do an Iron Woman match because their feud is about being the best mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I think so yeah it's about being better than you they're friends but they now, they're also competitors so can they give them 30 minutes on SummerSlam no not that that's for a women's title match and gonna, that's not an iron why, why can't they I think just... for a B women's match they're not going to give them that time oh, and yeah. then give Ronda 10 minutes you know they're not going to do that I mean why not they gave I don't Brock, I mean they, I gave say, Brock, they give Brock Lesnar and Goldberg see, 6 I minutes I see why and not then... but I don't I don't know if they're going to do that for Ronda they know, gave AJ and title they match. gave AJ and Shane or second time match my bad at Mania 30 minutes off the bat they went thirty minutes, right, or close to? They close did to go pretty half? long, but that's Shane McMahon. He's the, the boss. He's not the boss's son, but though. Not a prof- that's what I'm saying. Like, why can't just think about? Just think about. Shane can get that. He but just that, think that about pull. Pop, just think about popping the crowd though in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. If you give them thirty minutes and get them out the way, I would love that. I would like, love that. You know what I mean? Like, they would. They, put they on will a put on the show. Rip the house down, yo, and then nothing will follow it. Yo, because, <laughs> listen, because SummerSlam are epic for opening, like. Mysterio and Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. uh, Mysterio and Dolph Ziggler, do it, yeah. uh, Dolph Ziggler and The Miz, I think, for IC Championship. Or, uh, yeah, they, they kick yeah. it off hot. Yo, so SummerSlam gets kicked off hot, you know, like, mm-hmm. I know the Usos and New Day wasn't on TV, but that crowd was still buzzing from their tag team match yeah, that was true. on the pre-show, so... Mm-hmm. You start that off. I don't know. I'm just being a mark. No, no, no. You know, no. I, I'm a, hey, we're all marks. You know? <laughs> but I think that's a good idea. You know, but I don't see it happening. Um, so let's get off of that. Let's go to the next segment. We're, we're going to talk about our best produce of the week. Um, you want to? I'll, I'll say mine real quick. Sanity. I, I love their segment on SmackDown yeah. with New Day. Finally, they're doing something with Sanity that's not. That, that's that. Gives you the feel, that chaotic feel that I was talking about last week, where this group is sanity. You're not going to be, their debut is not going to be booked in a match, and then they have a match, and then, you know, it, it's not chaotic like they should be, you know, and then they lose the next, the next week they lose a match to, you know, veterans that, it just didn't make sense to me to, for this, for this character, this, this group that's still about chaos. This week, they um, knew they were having their pancake Eating contest, which we, which you know, you poo pooed on before we even got to that. Yep, I went uh-huh. to sleep. That was where I went to <laughs> yeah, sleep. Yeah, he went to sleep. I went to sleep during the segment, man. and I'm like, yo, and I called. I was like, yo, be careful. He's like, wait, let it play out first. You know, let's see it. Man, he fell asleep. I watched it. I stayed up to watch it. And um, new day, we're doing the pancake eating contest. I'm like, this is not what they're doing. They're clearly not. This is a swerve. I told him that. It's like this is definitely a swerve. They're not doing a pancake eating contest on Fourth of July for real, for real. They just want to do his theme, you know, for the holiday. And Sandy comes out. And Sandy beats them up, you know. It's finally a, a feud that makes sense. It's New Day, a three-man group, versus Sanity, a three, three-man three group, which yeah, they should have started was, off. I, yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing that for me. Because uh, I was going to say something, but I didn't about that. Because yeah. that 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 made no sense at first. It did it. You know. Sandy versus Usos for a hot minute. Just to lose and it just doesn't make any sense for, to start that their main feud with it. But if this, they should have kept them all for two weeks then and so had them debut here. If they debuted here, think of how good that segment would be afterwards. Yeah, because it, it wouldn't have been as diluted uh-huh. as one would have. Yeah, it wouldn't they're already exposed at this point. So, but I still it's my best produce because the camera. I think whenever cam, um sanity is shot, the camera has these. Quick cuts and these shakes and these movements that are so um, unique to a wrestling production. I don't see those kind of cuts and those movements with the camera with anybody in history. And for them to have the boldness to have the cameraman 
synced with the writing crew and, and the production in the back. I look at it as a whole unit of saying, okay, this is what we're going to do for this group alone. When they're there, you're going to be moving the camera radically because it's sanity. You know, you're going to be, um, we're going to be cutting in the, in the production truck. That makes me feel like it's my best produced because it's, it's jarring. So you're like, oh my God, wait, even though they were exposed, it does make them feel like a, like a different thing than on the show than anything else. And you want them to feel different. Uh, that's, yeah, I can do, uh, I can do without all of the camera cuts. I mean, I know DX is one of my favorite entrances and they do the same thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but they didn't do it every time they were on they screen. Didn't, yeah, they didn't yeah. do, you know, and I, I think that is, um, a hindrance to, um... Like they wouldn't cut like that during a uh, DX beatdown. That's not how they did it. Yeah. So this was a little bit more. It seemed feel like a a way there. It seemed like a scene they would do in a movie, and it would cut a lot to make you feel that um, anxiety of like, oh my god, what's going on here? So that's the purpose of the cuts and the movements of the camera. Um. So with your best produce, I'm yeah, going to my that. best produce. My best produce uh, was from the EST of NXT. Um, I love me some Bianca Belair, man. Who doesn't? Well, there's many, there's many people, people that don't. There's many people but who I love Bianca love. Belair, too. I love Bianca people Belair. People are haters. And <laughs> her versus Shayna Baszler. Can't wait. Money. Can't wait. And Shayna can drop the title at SummerSlam. Uh, at because Brooklyn? Because at Brooklyn. <laughs> takeover, yeah. yeah it's a SummerSlam. Yeah, takeover. <laughs> yeah, takeover. Um, she um, can drop the title and have her come up to the main roster and have her, you know, accompany Ronda. Um, that would be fantastic. Yeah. I think that would be cool, but then you have... Uh, Baszler and Bianca. And then Bianca can go straight into Kyrie Zane uh-huh. and... Being the EST, Being the EST. I mean, she is so great. Yeah, her gimmick is so ill. Her per, like, like per, we, we say all the time, like, because we've seen, um, and this is not a knock to any uh, black woman in the history of wrestling, but seeing something about Brianna Belair, she portrays Bianca. a girl that we're familiar with. Like, like we could, we've seen girls like her in our block. You know, um, I don't, I can't say that I've seen a girl that feels the glow in our block. You know, although I love Naomi's a positive role model. <laughs> But she's somebody who's like, oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, Bianca Bell is somebody who's relatable in a different way. She's like a little bit more authentic to um, a black woman of today, in a sense, on screen. Uh, I can agree with that. She's just, I mean, just the, her, the way they're presenting her, like the way they're positioning her, the way that it's real life, like that's something that's appealing to someone that, appreciates the real life aspect of the business uh, mm-hmm. you know so uh, having her athletic back like she's she, that lifting Candace oh, Lorraine yeah. you know what I mean that like, deadlift spot is so yeah, ill she's, and she she doesn't look she doesn't look China mm-hmm. she doesn't look Jacqueline mm-hmm. you know what I mean as far as how muscular they are like she still has a a a a, mm-hmm. a physique that it's is attractive that's and attractive and a, exactly yeah. for business purposes to where you know um, unfortunately I love Serena Williams but she you know she is more uh, stacked and stallion mm-hmm. according to her composition to her competition uh-huh. Bianca is kind of on par yeah. with them but she still has that raw overpowering yeah she's uh, strength, she, can, yeah. she can see that. She's not like portrayed as a. It's not, she's not gonna be portrayed like as a Nia Jax or exactly. a uh, Shayna Baszler. She's a more um, athletically gifted, but she's appealing to the eye. Yo, she's she has not that she's Nia rocky. Jackson she's rocky. She's she's rocky. My via. Uh-huh. She has just the athletic gift in the ring, and I believe her mic work will propel her. Mm-hmm. I think Bianca Belair has a higher ceiling than Sasha Banks, and mm-hmm. I think that how they allow, like how but, Sasha Banks, how Sasha Banks just talks, and it it doesn't feel completely. It, it doesn't. Authentic. It feels it feels like yeah. how but how Bianca was doing an Instagram video. Uh-huh. That's the Instagram video. That yeah. is that is somebody I would scroll through my feed, and she's like these. 
You know what? Yeah, explain to them. Yeah, like, they, I mean, I need no, watch it. Go watch it. You'll watch. NXT. Go watch it next day. She 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 does she does it. She 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 does a a a, um, a promo from uh, her honeymoon, just addressing the women and how she is just you know she's the best and the way that she's presented how the women beneath her in the um, in the division are not on par, which they aren't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't believe... Like, her and Ky- like Kyrie Zane, no. <laughs> Vanessa Bourne, no. Nikki Cross, no. She ha- um, she checks every box, and that's like, what I'm at, you know? So... And this is, like, traditionally speaking, she checks all, every box. You know, not... And then I, I, I want to rehash, because I'm not saying Shayna Baszley and Nia Jax aren't... Uh, they're just they're more intimidating. No, even, no, they're even intimidating. Shana, even Shayna on the mic, like, Shayna did a... She had a promo on the ring. It was... I was there live... It, it it was she could have ended it a good minute and a mm-hmm. half before it was you know what I mean she could have been a little bit tighter mm-hmm. you know I mean again it she's she's probably also doing this yeah I, I mean if I was out there like I mean I'm yeah again, she's like the black but I think she's like a black Charlotte like she's the black version of somebody who's like Charlotte because Charlotte is crazy athletic gifted she can talk she has her own personality who's Feels authentic. Why she can't? Why she can't just be Bianca? No, no, she's Bianca. But like, I'm talking about the the, the talking about ceiling. The word she's no. I don't even want to put them in. A, no, don't. You said she has a higher ceiling than Sasha Banks. I'm saying that she Charlotte clearly is higher than Sasha Banks, and I think Bianca could be right there. I'm not saying image and stuff like that. But I'm saying like in terms of appealing to people, Charlotte appeals to everybody because she's that she's she's elite. She, Bianca's she, also elite. I'm trying to say. Uh yeah. I, I mean, Naomi's not on the level of Charlotte. I call she's Charlotte not. Edge, so she's not appealing to everyone. Yeah, just because she has Edge's... Edge was a legend, too. Like, I mean, she she has that ceiling for... I think Charlotte's the best in the ring. She can talk. I'm saying that, you know, Naomi has some work to go with her appeal to people. Bianca can hit that. And I'm not sure if you get what I'm trying to say, but... Yeah. Um... All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, our our worst produced segment, or our worst produced, um, seg- yes. yeah, our worst produced segment t- uh, together. Uh, we it's Doctor Shelby. <laughs> Again, I don't want to spend much time on. Yeah, I guess we don't have to spend much time in the future. Honestly, the Doctor Shelby segments. I mean, I mean, I, me personally, I like Tank Team Hell No segments back in the day. They were funny. They were appealing. Uh, they they made you feel something, you know. These segments with Sasha and Bailey, first, like I said before, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense as the theme of their feud and what you've done with them in the past. And then to actually see it, I'm like, all right, where are they gonna go with this? And they have them imitate each other and like act like they're a mad married couple. It's just, and they're supposed to be like bitter enemies now. So it just makes no sense. And it was produced poorly. It wasn't funny. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It just wasn't good. Uh, he said everything. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was because it's both of our worst producers this week. It's I mean, not. It's, we don't have anything else. No, I mean it was. I mean, I, I, I for a vignette for a backstage, you know. Yeah, for that, that was bad. It was. Um, I could say Shinsuke's backstage segment was worst. My worst produced as well. Um, I just I couldn't hear anything. I just hate that he, they do. The black. They do a fade to black and then just do the his name, name <laughs> and then letters. do a fade into. You really don't like those bold letters, huh? Oh my! I mean, give if you're gonna do that, they have they have signature. Yeah. They have that use their merch font. Is yeah. that hard? It, I mean, the WWE does everything else. Like, if you like, do Shinsuke and Cursive with the violin cutting mm-hmm. through the fucking joint. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah. but I think that, like I said, it's gifable. And they're making it so it's like, oh, what's gifable about when work? you you can put Nia Jax in there or Shinsuke Nakamura in big bold letter? If people see why it, can't immediately they, and they're like, why, okay, they, if I, you're scrolling down your feed and you see like Cursive. It's not as you know appealing to the eye when you see a bold neon. What are you talking about? That's not even. They don't even use that stupid shit for gift. They just use that for TV purposes to because they're lazy and they don't want to like. If you're gonna do this high end, we produ- don't. I think they don't make the gifts. The other people make them. If they're gonna do the high end production quality of shit, just just 
Just do it. All right. Just do it. Just instead of the fucking the blackout with the green letters, Fred. That's not gifable. That's 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 shit on. Black. I'm just saying when it's just people can people can read it, you know, rather than you know. I mean, who? Crazy. I mean, who? Again, this goes back into our fucking our font, and you want to, you know what I mean? Like, people can still read it if it if it's like Ariel Black Bold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's what you give me. Like that's what is in like people. You know, people have trends, and right now the trend in like in any it? any website you see, the trend is not you know crazy fonts and crazy lettering. It's more something simple, so you could see do it you and read it. You know what I mean? When do you do you know Nia Jax t shirt? Uh huh. Do you do you know the lettering that I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, I'm not like most girls. Right, stop. You can't put that lettering on Nia Jax when she when you go to her backstage or when you're doing Sasha Banks and you stamp it legit boss. Like yeah. you can't give that personality to who you're. Introducing I mean, I get into. where you're going, and to, I, that would be cool to, but. because it's for TV. It's, right. for, it's for it's not for anything. Else. I'm just trying to see this where they're coming t- from with this, this is and t- why they would do it that way. This is, you think it's just laziness? This, this is laziness for tele. This is this is television. Production mm-hmm. that we're talking about because mm-hmm. we came from we we started this podcast and started talking about how we wanted to look at wrestling and how it was produced and how it was written and how it shows mm-hmm. up on screen. When that shows up on screen, it it irks me every time because mm-hmm. it's it's it you you don't give it 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 fits with the product because no one has individuality. Mm-hmm. Every, every everything's the same. Yeah. No no one is cut from nan different cloth. Everyone reads the same promo. Yeah. Everyone sticks to the same format. Everyone sticks to the same. But you know what yeah. I mean, like beat for beat. Yeah. Even down to an entering of someone on television with like when they do the block when when people come out with their with their names mm-hmm. like their Titan the, the Titan Challenger like yeah, Br- like mean, Bray Wyatt with the with the Fireflies yeah that's that's dope and yeah. you can still read it yeah. on television and that's gifable mm-hmm. you're like oh it's it's, it's, it's new you I'm know trying to see, like, I just I'm just trying to see where they're trying to play. I'm trying to play devil's you that's know advocate. not it's laziness I'm just you think it's laziness maybe it is you know I'm not gonna say it's not but I'm just trying to play devil's advocate and see where they're coming from. And why maybe they would do that? Because I honestly think that would be cooler, you know. Like, like I'm looking at the Seagram's gin. Is that that's not can can you not? I mean, Seagram's ginger ale, like that font is is that too funky for TV? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for a production, it's not. It's not. I hear you. I hear you. Um, but oh, we're just gonna give this snowball ice font and everything. <laughs> this is what they give us because you can read it; it's clear. Okay, I'm a. I should tweet this out. Yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, you got to because you guys can't see this shit. But um, yeah, that's it. You know, that's it for the week. But let's go into our business and logic segment. We like to wrap up with that. What do you want to talk about this week? Um, well, pretty much um, as far as business, uh, WWE is kind of cornered the markets per se with. Just how they're doing business, obviously a TV deal and, um, you know, taking a show on the road and live events. And I want to talk about a promotion that I work with, uh, work for MLW, who's trying to do the same thing. Um, There's only four um, wrestling promotions that have a national TV contract and MLW is one of them. Uh, You can catch them every Friday night on BN Sports. Or you can catch them that following day, that Saturday, on their YouTube at BN Sports. You can follow, find them on YouTube at yeah. BN Sports page or MOW page. But the business side of it of why I'm talking about it is that they're putting on a show in New York. Um, they do a lot of local stuff here in Orlando. Um, they run out of guilt nightclub here um, once a month. It does pretty decent business, obviously. They keep mm-hmm. having it. It was crazy um, being there. Like I told you, like one episode, a couple episodes ago, um, I worked with him at MLW one night. It was crazy, and it's, the atmosphere is, is pretty it's, cool. It's pretty. And crazy. the way they, they shoot it, the whole all the shit they put together to to make the show happen, and turn that nightclub, yo guys, it's a nightclub, and they make it into something completely different for the show, and you see it on TV. It's fucking brilliant. But um, yeah, they have the show in New York. I'm trying to get there and the, be there with you. So they have the show in New York, and this is the first time they're gonna be in. Um, the first time they're gonna take the show on the road per se, uh, in 14 years. So business wise, 
Um, logic wise, um, they're gonna end up putting that on TV as a network special. Um, so okay. instead of doing it as a pay per view or okay. charging um, on the on, for streaming, they're gonna go ahead and just run it on free TV. Okay, that's and, what's up. yeah. So that's gonna be wild. They'll probably do VOD. So is it gonna have two episodes that week? In the same week? No. Um, so they're gonna probably do that. And they're gonna have the network. Obviously, they're gonna have to save spoilers. Um, I don't know, but they're gonna have to. So that's the thing too. Like, uh-huh. so with MLW, they tape, and they tape about two, three hours, and then they put together about two, three weeks of TV. Okay, you know what I mean. So, so they're not on every single week of the month. They are on every single okay. week, every Friday. Is it a recap the next the fourth the fourth week? Uh, no, that because whenever we they sh- whenever we uh, whenever they come and film, that's so it's three hours, right? Yeah. So I'm just thinking, if it's an hour show, I mean, you also it's not just an hour of straight wrestling. You got your free, free okay, got free you. tapes, commercials, yeah, stuff I'm, I'm like that. You. you know, we do I mean? <laughs> we do that shit. <laughs> yeah, we we, yeah. we edit for them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I should have fucking known. <laughs> uh yeah. So oh yeah. So hey, we um we we uh we've been doing edits for MLW. Um, I I ended up uh, finagling my way into doing some backstage stuff and being mm-hmm. around the guys. And uh, now I'm a part of uh, producing for MLW and editing for MLW. And my man CT is a big help. And our first package that we did. Uh, aired on TV last week. You yeah, know what I mean? first one first ever. First one ever. First, yeah. you know. So it's we're in the business, man. Shout out to Shout us. Shout out to us. <laughs> yeah. um, so as far as business goes, and and just the 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 way that wrestling is being revolutionized, um, I think that is fantastic to see little guys um, being able to prosper uh, financially. Yeah, you know, like this is a like. This is a big deal for them to take their show on the road and not so much even like to Pensacola or Miami or Daytona Beach. Like they're going to, to New, New York. York. And what's crazy about it is that, yo, this company has just been revived since October of last year. Yes. So that to them taking it on tour is way bigger than you guys may have seen. You know, this is TNA. How long to go on tour? I you mean, know? yeah. In a couple T- of years. Yeah, T- and TNA was paying people. To come to universe to Universal mm-hmm. Studios, like you know what I mean, yeah. like TNA was giving away tickets to fill the seats. Um, granted, MLW does I think probably about three, maybe three hundred people. I think at the at the, which is you know pretty two, good, two, right? yeah, you know, things like two fifty three three hundred something like that. Um, f- for them to 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 get that and then take it to a market which is New York, but also New York that. Feeds on a, that off that wrestling off the wrestling culture. So, mm-hmm. um, business wise, is great. It looks like that being sports is very happy with the the numbers that's being produced for television. Um, so, yeah. So check out MLW. That is our business for the week, man. Uh, ML Major League Wrestling. Uh, Core Bauer. Um, uh, uh, Mr. St. Laurent, uh, we have some great producers, and cam- uh, Charlie's a great cameraman. He worked for ECW back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a great cast. Shane Strickland's the champion. Um, so business is business is booming, I guess. Yeah, you check it say. out, guys. Yeah. You know, if you're in New York, go check out the show. May 19th at the Melrose Ballroom. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we did about an hour? We're wrapping up. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to Reasonable Wrestling Week Seven. You can check us out on uh, follow us on Twitter, please. RW Podcast One. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, um, and on YouTube, uh, Reasonable Wrestling, and we have a, a Facebook page. Yeah. So go ahead and like and share that as well. We appreciate it. 
and uh, all the shares, all the all, likes, all, all the, the shares and all the likes, all the, what, what is it, retweets, whatever you can do, <laughs> whatever, get us out, get us out there, for yeah. The people. Um, yeah, we probably petered out a little bit for this episode. We uh, it's the it's the la- it's the first business day after the fourth, and uh, it's a Thursday, so it's a lot of things I gotta get done today. Yes, especially editing this and getting this out. So thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Um, I, th- I keep saying Extreme Rules is this Sunday. I had to correct myself. <laughs> Extreme Rules is the following Sunday, which I think is the 15th. Um, so, okay. yeah, we got another week of wrestling. Um, next week will be a busy week so for us. So next week is the go-home show. Next week is the go-home show. Okay. And it. next week, MLW tapes. Oh. Uh, yeah. We got a busy week. We got a busy week. So <laughs> we'll probably be recording Tuesday. You won't yeah. hear from you won't hear from us about Wednesday uh, for NXT. So we're already telling you now, watch NXT next week. Yeah, look out for our Miz uh, character spotlight, too. We're going to get that out yeah, sometime soon. Yeah, I'll Miz... Shout out to Miz. Miz is our guy. So um, we'll uh, we'll talk see to you, you guys week. later, man. See you. See you next week. Peace out. kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.